Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. You may hear some extraneous sounds from time to time. I'm actually sitting out on the back deck of one of my daughter's places. So there's birds all over the place. <laughs> but that is good, is it not? Well, we are continuing through the study of Acts. And we're in the sixth chapter. And we saw in the first six verses of the sixth chapter in the previous episode that a complaint arose. And it was a logistical thing. Some of the uh, uh, Jewish widows were not being attended to as well as other ones. And so the twelve, the twelve apostles, called the congregation together and told them, said, hey, it's not desirable for us to spend time doing this. We need to be praying, and we need to be spending time in the ministry of the Word. So why don't y'all do this? Why don't you select seven good men? And they gave them the qualification, good reputation, full of the Spirit, full of wisdom, and put them in charge of this task. Now, again, not put them in charge of every functioning within the body of Christ, which is what this has been perverted into. And so uh, the congregation agreed with that, and they chose these seven men. And they brought them for the apostles, and they prayed. The apostles prayed, and they laid hands on them, and they went about the task. So what do you think the outcome of that is? Well, when you see the body of Christ functioning as it should, and you see a lot of this in Ephesians and other portions of the Scripture, uh, us doing what the Lord has called each and every one of us to do individually and corporately, then you see, according to Ephesians 4, that the body builds itself up in love. Well, that's so important. The body builds itself up in love. So look what happens here in Acts 6, verse 7. The Word of God kept on spreading. Well, how did the Word of God keep on spreading? Because the apostles would continue to proclaim the Word of God, but not only them, other people. How do I know that? We're about to see in a moment. So it kept on spreading, and the number of the disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem, not just one here, not just one there, not a couple every day or so, but greatly, greatly, and a great many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. I love that verse. The King James says, and not a small number of the priests believed. That means a bunch of them did. A lot of the priests believed. See, the priests knew the Word of God. They knew the Old Testament. They knew the things prophesied. And when they saw all this come to fruition, they began to realize, wait a minute, this was, this is the Messiah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a priest and being of that legacy for thousands of years of knowing the truth to that degree? And then a lot of them actually participated in the execution of the plan, the execution of the Lord himself. And yet many of them were becoming obedient to the faith. Now, verse 8. Watch this. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was performing great wonders and signs among the people. Well, who is this Stephen? Well, it's the Stephen we saw back in verse 5. He was the first one in this mission out of the seven that were chosen for that particular task. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. So Stephen is full of faith. He's full of the Holy Spirit. He's helping with that task, but there's more. Look what it says about him now. He's full of grace and power. 
Well, what kind of power? It tells us point blank. Was performing great wonders and signs among the people. Folks, this is really, really, really important. Did I say really? (laughs) Yeah, this is very important. Why is that? Because the Spirit of the Lord was moving within Stephen. It said at verse 5 that he was full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. And now we see that the Spirit is moving and Stephen is performing great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen was not one of the original apostles. Uh Uh-huh. He wasn't one of the original apostles. Quite often you'll hear people say, well, the signs and wonders, they were only performed by the apostles and Paul. They'll throw and Paul in there because they realize they got a problem with that. But then they ignore several other folks that are actually called apostles in the book of Acts. We'll see them as we go along. And then they ignore the folks that are sitting there moving with the same power, full of grace, full of power, performing great wonders and great signs. Well, why is this such a problem? Because people use uh, that little thing saying, well, only the apostles did it, to explain away the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. The reality is this. They don't see it in their life. They haven't seen it expressed in their entire lives anywhere that they've gone. And so, therefore, they reach the conclusion, well, it's no longer applicable today. God doesn't do that today. And when nothing can be further from the truth, the real problem is that they are not full of grace and are not full of power of the Holy Spirit. So here Stephen was full of grace. And, and, and what is grace? Yeah, not a great question. It's the word cateris, okay? It means kindness, thankfulness, graciousness, favor, blessing. He's full of this. He's full of this from the Most High God. He's manifesting it to the people. He's manifesting power. That's that word dunamis. And no, it's not the word we get dynamite from. Everybody says that. But it's power that's inerrant within the fact that the Holy Spirit was within him. And he's performing great wonders and signs among the people. So you think everybody would be just phenomenal this, right? No. Verse 9 begins with that all-powerful word. But some men from what was called the synagogue of the freedmen, freedmen, the, the synagogue of the libertaria, including Cyrenians and Alexandrians and some from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and argued with Stephen. Well, you know this is going to happen. You start moving within the grace and the power, wonders and signs of the Holy Spirit, and you are going to have people that will rise up and argue with you. But look what happens, verse 10. But they were unable to cope with the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. See, they were unable to go toe-to-toe with him. They weren't able to cope with it. They weren't able to literally deal with it or or, uh, oppose it, okay, to set themselves against it, okay? I think the King James might say right that none could gainsay him, could come against him with the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. So what do you think they did? If they couldn't cope with the wisdom, if they couldn't cope with the spirit, well, you're right, verse 11, then they secretly induced men to say this, We've heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, 
And they came up to him and dragged him away and brought him before the council. What have we seen already? When they didn't know what to do with him, when they couldn't cope with him, they could not say anything against them, they would beat him. They would flog him. They would arrest him. They'd drag him away from the people. What do you think the next step's going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to bring false witnesses. We'll look at that next time. They'll bring false witnesses against him. Uh, who's this sound like? Sounds like the same pattern of behavior that Jesus encountered, does it not? Same exact thing. Then why are we surprised when the same thing happens to us? Truth be said, it should be happening far more than it actually is. But for the most part, we're compromised. We'll talk about that later. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.